Today's scripture comes from Isaiah chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. The word that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall, uh, and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. be seated. We continue through our, our sermon series in this Advent season where we are looking at a classic story, the Christmas Carol. We have been looking at the character of Ebenezer Scrooge, starting with, right, Scrooge, who gets a visit from the ghost of Christmas past. And then, again, a visit in that same evening from the ghost of Christmas present. So now, Scrooge, again, is having a visit from a third individual. A third ghost. A ghost of Christmas future. And so as we know about Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, he is not one that is very fond of the Christmas season, uh, is not one who necessarily lets uh, some of his employees and those that work with him or for him uh, off that maybe uh, we're used to today by our employers uh, getting some time with family and friends. Uh, he, he's just not in the Christmas season. And, and we see, right, where, where that stems from. We see kind of in his past what developed him to who he is. We see kind of in the present, in the moment, what that looks like. And so now we look at the future. He looks at his future. And it's a future that is defined by who he is right then in that moment. And it's a future as he is seeing and experiencing with the ghost of Christmas future, one that he's not too fond of, one that he's not uh, excited about. And so he sits and he, he mourns, he grieves for what he is seeing, he is anxious and worried. See, all of that future that Scrooge is seeing is a future that is 
through who he is in the present. It's also through kind of his hopes and dreams for what is coming in a way. You know, he, he is so against this holiday season. He is so grumpy. He is so irritable that no one wants to be around him. Now for us sitting in here today, right, as we've gone through this and as we, we have thought about who we are and how our past has developed us, our experiences have shaped us, and we think about the present of who we are right now, we then start looking to the future of who we want to be going forward. See, in our scripture, the prophet Isaiah is sharing is sharing to those that are listening and to us sitting here today of a future that sees no sword between nations. Where swords and spears, rather than being weapons uh, of violence, are becoming uh, weapons that help grow plants. Plowshares and pruning hooks. Where we see us all walking in the light of the Lord. It's safe to say we are not there yet. Right? Our world is not there yet. We as individuals are not there yet. But if we don't have those hopes and those dreams and those desires of where we want to be, how are we going to get there? If we don't set goals and, and hopes and if we don't think about our future, how are we going to be able to know what the necessary uh, processes and what the necessary uh, things are to help us grow? If we think about it, right, as, as a child, or even as, uh, you know, I guess they're still ch children, uh, just they don't like to be called this, but if you're a senior in high school and you graduate, and you, you then are trying to figure out what is next, right? Uh, your schooling that is required is no longer uh, needed, and so you have to think what is next. Do I go off and start working? Do I go to a uh, junior college? Do I go off to a four-year institution? What is it that I do? And so you have to think about what is it that you want your future to look like, right? If I'm sitting there and say I want to be an electrician, and I have an opportunity to go and to work with an electrician and learn and to be an apprentice. Is that not helping me get towards that dream and that hope I have in my future? 
When I was uh, in school, right, I decided that I wanted to uh, do something in the church. Uh, still was kind of forming what that looked like uh, and, and knew I had to go and get my four-year degree um, and then in the United Methodist Church to go towards ordination as I kind of began to see that's where I wanted to go, knew that I had to, after my four-year institution, go to another institution for seminary. But it's because of those hopes and those dreams and those desires that I was able to know where to go for my future. In our faith, if we want to learn how to be more prayerful in the future, if we want to uh, work so that we are, are more knowledgeable of what is going on in Scripture and the uh, different historical contexts in which they are written, if we want to just be people that are more kind to those that we encounter, See, as a community of faith, we should be dreaming and hoping for the fullness of God's kingdom to come into the world. Now, what does that mean we can do? What is it that we can set our goal in our own lives to help bring that fullness into the world? Because we are never never done growing. Our journey of faith, it, it, it's, it's a marathon. And I know people who uh, think about a marathon in terms of running think that's a, that's a very long way, and it is. And it never seems to stop. We continue to push forward and to grow in ways that we are able to fulfill God's calling on our life and to bring the fullness of God's kingdom into a world that is certainly searching. For us to be able to bring that fullness that Isaiah is talking about here in these verses, to bring a time, a moment in which nations are no longer lifting sword against each other where we are all living in community with one another walking together in the light in the light of our Lord Jesus Christ and so for us to to start reflecting for us to start dreaming of what our future can look like in order that we may push ourselves and to know what in the present we should be doing to achieve those hopes and dreams of our future. A future a future that is like none other we have seen in this world. Mm. A future has the fullness, the fullness of God's wonderful and almighty kingdom. So as we wait 
And as we anticipate, as we reflect in this season of Advent, let us also dream big. Let us hope. Let us continue to make goals for our future that push us to continue to grow. To grow in our faith as individuals, to grow in our faith as a community, and to continue to exemplify even better in the world the body of Christ, the light of Christ that is coming into the world. So let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the ways in which you continue to be present. We give you thanks, Lord, for the way in which our past experiences have shaped us. We give thanks for the people that we are right now in the present. And Lord, we just ask that you help us so that we may grow forward, that we may grow in incredible and amazing ways so that we, your people in the future, may continue to bring the fullness of your kingdom to the world. So God, we thank you and we love you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.